You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. Starbucks. Your Campbell's Cappuccino. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted something with a low center of gravity today, That's Jim. Good. That's good. I could spill it. You don't want to put it in a, like a, a Coke glass. No. No, don't Who's put that it, for? Or a Coke bottle. Mm-hmm. Es, es bonita. Who's that girl? I was going to say, is that Madonna you're doing? It's Madonna. Back wow. in the good Madonna days. Yeah, she, she was good back in the 80s, yeah, wasn't she? she was. That's my favorite. I and then I remember the big controversy where she had sex with Black Jesus in that... Uh, <laughs> in Like a Prayer? Like a Prayer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Black Jesus. I thought he's always black, <laughs> right? Whoa, Black Jesus, Bamba Lamb. Whoa, Whoa Black, black Jesus, Bamba Lamb. Take me to the promise, Lamb a Lamb. <laughs> Be the shepherd to my lamb. Uh, I was Whoa. wondering where you were going to go with that because that could, that could turn dark very quickly. <laughs> like Black Jesus. Whoa, Black Jesus, Bamba Lamb. <sighs> How do, what are you enjoying there? Are you enjoying a lovely bottle of water? I've got my Starbucks coffee. A little Kroger brand purified drinking water. Hey, should we get into this? We should get into it, man. Are you recording right now? <laughs> I've been recording. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. So uh, Got a lot of preamble to choose from there. Yeah, right? That's that's fun. <laughs> uh, it's We haven't done this in a long time, so it I has, can't even remember. It like, has been a while. Over a month? It's, yeah. been, it's been over a month. Coming up I'm on pretty a sure month people thought that we were done. Uh, well, I, I thought we might be done there for a while. Well, um, I remember the text going back and forth, and you're like, man, I've been really busy. Maybe it's time to hang it up. It was it was looking ahead, and I knew there were going to be a lot of weeks I was going to be out. Um, and had some unforeseen weeks that I was out that well, yeah. I'll, I'll get back to. But uh, I... You know, uh, there's a labor of love that we do, and yeah. uh, man, we just come off that Eddie Bay, Eddie Bay, Eddie Bay, <laughs> Eddie Bay, <laughs> DJ Eddie B in the house, and uh, editing the Eddie Awards episode. Yes. Um, and, and that was the last time. Yeah, that we was did the last like time. two of them back to back, and uh, yeah. that one was uh, it, it. It was uh, it took a lot out of us, <laughs> and a lot out of our listeners too. <laughs> yes, probably. I feel like that was an endurance test listening to all those clips. So hopefully there are still some listeners left, uh, and you're here uh, listening uh, six weeks later when we're finally getting back to it, Joe. We're not leaving you guys high and dry Mm-mm, yet. No. We're back with a vengeance. 2017. That's right. That, that's the because I'm back, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blackity black because I'm black, y'all. When they make a movie of the editing bay, that'll be the colon subtitle. <laughs> Harry Potter colon and the Deathly Hollow. Actually, there's no colon in the Harry Potter. No, movies, it's just there? Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows. Bad example. Yeah, kind of like Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Yes, or the and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skullfuck. I, I either want an and the. <laughs> that's the porn one. <laughs> The kingdom of the crystal skull fuckers. I want an enda or an of the, but you can't have an enda and the un of the. Oh, kind of like the planet of the apes, where it's like yes, rise, of, rise the of the war of the planet of the apes. <laughs> exactly. Too many of this. Uh, but I digress, Joe. Um, so we're finally back, and and I feel like I don't want to bring the show down. I just want to explain to the listeners where don't bring me down. We've we've been. Um, but I had a little uh, had a little personal family tragedy that uh, had to take care of. Lost my mom a few weeks back. I'm so sorry. And uh, yeah, that just you know you, you really kind of prioritize. And I love doing this podcast, but I'm, I'm sorry, I love my family more. Yeah. So uh, I had to go do that, and then immediately on the heels of that, not to gloss over it, but. Um, a pre-planned uh, um, event happened. Uh, got married. You got married. Uh, this, this, uh, she liked it, and she put a ring on it. Uh oh. Oh oh oh. Is that the, so- the sounds from the honeymoon? <laughs> I always thought. Is that your bed going? <laughs> I always thought that that sound sound uh, was lifted from Frogger. Yeah. Like I, I felt like that was a sound effect that they, from Frogger. Yeah. Go back and play Frogger and tell me if it doesn't sound like all the single ladies. Oh, oh yeah, I'll have yeah, to. Mm-hmm. Wow, that'd be different. You, you know how people first, have, like, folks. people put like the Ducktales theme to the all the single ladies video. That's right. I should do like Frogger and stuff as well. Well, congratulations on your marriage, Thank man. Thank you, I appreciate. I'm that. very happy for you and yes. for Jenna. Um, you know, does she know that you're gay? <laughs> you say that, but I did have to have a very serious conversation one time and had convinced her that I was not gay. <laughs> she thought she had cracked me and was like, listen, all the roads lead to... <laughs> to cock. <laughs> <laughs> this is... See, that'll be the subtitle to the second movie. <laughs> to the second movie, movie of the editing bay. The sequel. <laughs> the editing bay 2, All, all roads, roads Lead to Cock. Oh, I love it. Uh, well, I missed you, buddy. I missed you too, man. And I've missed you, our listeners. Welcome to the editing bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name's Joe. Mine's Joel. And this is where we come to talk about movies. Sometimes they're good movies, sometimes they're bad movies. Uh, whatever the case, uh, every week, 
<laughs> ideally. <laughs> from here on we'll, out. We'll watch a movie and then come back here and talk about it with each other, analyze it a little bit, and open the discussion to you, mm. uh, our listeners, where you could talk back to us on Facebook. In the search bar, put in the editing bay and find that woman with the bleeding eyes. That's our logo. Uh, and that's you You click on that. That's where you could talk back to us. Mm. And uh, the uh, the film du jour... Um, Coming off of another tragedy. Yeah, and that was the, another uh, sign. The Oscars. It uh, <laughs> <laughs> a complete train wreck. Nicely done. Such a such a wreck. Did you watch that? No, you know what? I picked a good slash bad year, maybe? You yeah. tell me uh, to to miss it. I uh, was planning on it, but the, I don't get cable anymore. And man, if the local ABC channel does not make it nigh impossible to view it without a yeah. cable subscription. You yep. can't, uh, aside from antenna, from bunny ears going old school, mm-hmm. there's no streaming that could be done. And you can't get high def with bunny ears. You can't. You can't. I, could, you can't I just imagine you sitting there looking at the picture, going, "This is just this shit, Jenna." Actually, um, the uh, that's all you can get. Is now the HD the, with the bunny ears? HD, and in fact, it's uncompressed HD, whereas the cable and uh, and, and satellite companies compress it. Ooh. So you're actually getting a better signal if wow. you use bunny ears wow. if you're lucky enough to live in a, a city. A c- <laughs> <laughs> could pick it up. A city. Um, I kind of feel like this year's Oscars is what we watch it for. Like, we watch the Oscars not because we really give a damn who wins or what. Mm-hmm. I think we all want to see that train wreck. We're all waiting to see some kind of train wreck. And yep. so it was oddly satisfying to see what <laughs> happened at the end of the Oscars. You had to wait four hours for it. You but, had, uh, oh my gosh, that show is it's too long. It really we is. We need to cut it down a little bit like, more. When it said it started at 6 p.m., I was like, oh, you mean like the red carpet starts? Because I see it's going until 10 p.m. And they're like, yeah. oh no. That Dude, is the it ceremony. didn't end until, what, 11.30 our time? Yeah, 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 I think you're right. Way too long. So, obviously, you've seen the Oscars. If not, uh, you've at least seen some clips. And if you haven't, I'll just tell you that uh, Faye Dunaway <laughs> announced the wrong winner for Best Picture. They announced La La Land, which we still haven't seen. You saw that, right? I did just see it did on you, uh, Did you guys Friday. like it? I did like it. I don't know that... Uh, okay, so I think it deserves a nomination. I, I love it. But this is this is another one of those Birdmen. Um, or Tony Bird, Birdman, Birdman movies, I should say, where um, yeah, actors love movies about acting, and, uh-huh. and everybody wants. Wouldn't you think, like, no matter what your profession were, that you would want to see a full-length feature film about that, just about that profession, something that you know and maybe not love, well, but that's, it's no. It, well, that's an interesting point. Um, Thank you, Joe. A movie that I so like a lot is Private Parts. Oh, but one of the things go. that frustrates me about Private Parts is it doesn't get radio right. Like some of the stuff that they do in the studios, I'm like, you're not, they're not really getting it right. Ironically, one of the movies that gets radio really right is Airheads. Oh. <laughs> like they, but they get it. Like some of the stuff that's going on in the studio. The I'm Steve like, Buscemi wow, and this the... is, yeah, and Adam Sandler. Yeah. Uh, like they get it right. It's kind of authentic the way that they're, they're running the radio station. Interesting. Whereas on private parts, you're like, well, that's not exactly how it works. I was, I'm always uh, bumped when uh, you see somebody being interviewed. And this, uh, I saw this most recently in Love Actually, mm-hmm. where uh, the old guy, what's, what's his name? Who Which was old in Pirates guy? Pirates of the Caribbean Liam Neeson. movies. No. <laughs> Tony Nighy? <laughs> yes. Or no, Bill, Bill, Bill Nighy. Tony, uh, Tony being, Where did that come from? Bill Nighy, the science guy he Where <laughs> <laughs> he's being interviewed, and he's like totally just laid back in his chair. The microphone's like three feet three away from feet his away. face. It's like, no, it can't pick you up. Yeah, those, those That's are... a little inside baseball, maybe. Exactly. Yeah, that's a little bit. Um, I love that movie, though. I really do. I really love that movie. Inside Baseball? No, not Inside Baseball. <laughs> love Actually? Uh, inside Love Actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, we... I only saw one of the Oscar-nominated films. Oh, you saw one. Which I one? I saw Arrival. Damn it, and we wanted to see that, too. And then I saw that got... You know, no, you're giving me the... I don't uh, think it deserved a Best Picture nomination. The stink face. Uh, I like to call it Tarantino's Up. <laughs> that's that's what Arrival is. Oh, it's Tarantino's Up. Uh, it's all and about emotion? Spoiler alert, guys. Um, the movie ends... In a very Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure kind of way. Oh, no. They have to go back and place the keys inside yeah, the trash can. It's a lot like that, where it's like, well, this doesn't make sense because it had to start somewhere. Hmm. So how did it start? Why how did all, this happen? Why all the Oscar love for a sci-fi movie this year? Huh, I don't know. I think <laughs> I think Oscar's trying to get a little more nerd savvy. Well, they're like 10 years too late. When did way Dark Knight come out? And, and everybody was came, crying what, for that. 2009? Like, was it 2000? I read somewhere that this was the, uh, the the ratings just continued to decline as far as uh, uh, people watching the Oscars and especially our, our demo and so, younger. So they're trying to reach out to our the demo. millennials. But, hey guys, sci-fi, we like it. I think so. Maybe Mel Gibson bit. musicals, nineteen forties era musicals. Yeah, kids love it. I don't know. I think one of the things you're making a mistake with, and this is see, I mistake things when I watch the Oscars. I mistake what's best 
for what I liked the most. True, and but obviously, shouldn't they kind of go hand in hand? Not really. You I, know? I hate like awarding movies because of the technical aspect or but, because of but ambition. That's, honestly, that's kind of what you need to award it on. Like, no, execution. It, well, execution's fine, but it, it's supposed to be the complete package. The complete, like, it's technically superior. Yes. It's technically, you know, it's it's directed the best. That's why it really bothers me when, like, something wins best uh, adapted screenplay mm-hmm. or best screenplay, and sometimes it doesn't win best picture. Yeah, it's like, well, it's like wait, it can't be one wait, or the other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that frustrates me a little the bit. The reverse of that, though, is I hate when all these little technical, uh, like, best score and best editing, mm-hmm. like, uh, Jenna was asking me, because, you know, I'm a video editor by trade, and um, we were looking at the nominees. I fucking show off, Joe. Before, no. <laughs> Listen, it's not, it's not something to uh, ascribe to. Uh, uh, wait, that's not the right word. <laughs> Aspire. 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 Or ascribe. Or perspire. Cut that out, Jeff. Cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But but like, especially the best score, it always bugged me because I love movie scores growing up. That's kind of fell in love with John. uh, We grew up in the best era. John era? When it came to John John era. (laughs) John Williams. I love John era. (laughs) And uh, James Jane era. (laughs) One of my favorites. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that's one of those things where my brain was one step quicker than my mouth. Yeah. Or behind, mm. whichever way you look at it. <laughs> it's not supposed to be sexual. Your, your mouth up against the behind. <laughs> what? Uh no, I we grew up in the best era when it came to movies like that though. Agree, like we got all the, the best the best films with these scores. Mm-hmm. And that's why it bothers me now when they're awarding best score and it's like Bwah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's Hans just Zimmer tones. beating on drums for ninety minutes yeah. wins again, mm-hmm. and and nothing against Hans Zimmer. I like him, but let's let's, let's branch out. And actually, this year they did branch out, but they always. What a coincidence! Oh, the best score and the best editing. It just happened to be the same movies that get nominated for best picture, and I don't think that's always the case. Yeah, I think uh, movies with the best score often aren't the best picture, mm-hmm. and uh, they're just they're a little too myopic to look around that. Sorry, to I agree. Snooty. I do. I agree with that. I I feel like. Let's take a film like Scott Pilgrim. Let's like this is a, a film that was superior in the editing room. It was superior as far as like a, a score and and a soundtrack that went along with this oh, movie, yeah. uh, and it got no attention. Movies like like that fall by the wayside constantly, though. Yeah, well, that's the Academy Awards. It's, they're, they're exactly never, they always kind of gravitate towards the 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 important films, right? That say something and have a message about gay black but children. Then, but then you get your Mad Max Fury Roads. I know, but and, they're just throwing a bone, and the, the thing is, everybody says, oh, it's great that they nominated. It's never going to win. It's yeah. like, until we get to the point where one of them actually wins. Mm-hmm. Like Braveheart. You can argue that Braveheart was that film back in like 1996, 97. Oh, yeah, because it was a little more action-oriented. It was more action-oriented. It was, it was, it was epic. But... It was a film that I don't think anybody thought was going... But the thing is, Braveheart at its time was way ahead of its time. Like, you, you hadn't seen a movie like that before. That's true. And it now was... it's, it's, it's cliche. Yeah. It's become a stereotype. Exactly. Um, I still enjoy it, though. So getting back to it, though, yes. uh, the, the tragedy mm. that, uh, that led to our film that we're going to be talking about tonight, uh, the, day, the day of the Oscar. Yeah. We got the news that, that morning. Bill Pullman passed away. Mm-hmm. No, 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 not Bill Pullman. <laughs> it took me a second to realize what you had just done. Somebody did that on our Facebook page, too. Yes. Uh, it was like, you know, what, hey, what Bill Paxton movie would you like us to review? <laughs> like Independence Day. <laughs> like, wrong, wrong Bill. <laughs> I couldn't tell if he was doing it intentionally or. Uh, I think it was intentional. He was trolling me. Yeah. I got trolled. Yep. Uh, Bill Classic Paxton. trolling. Bill Paxton. Yeah. Uh, he's played mo- notable characters like. Bill. Bill. <laughs> from Twister. <laughs> he also played Morgan Earp from in Tombstone. That's right. Yeah. Um, a Texas boy from Fort Worth. Yeah, I had no idea until uh, that was the, the headline that I saw. Fort Worth's Bill Paxton. Yeah. Which you surely see those four words combined. <laughs> Fort Worth's Bill pa- So, um... So we decided we wanted to we wanted to do a Bill Paxton movie. Yeah. Uh, and we actually kind of put the call out to our listeners. Hey, what do you want us to talk about? And we had some great suggestions. Yeah. You uh, had some and, good ones too. Yeah. I, I had not I, heard of I was like, man, there's this movie called Near Dark that I'd really like to do. Everybody was talking about that. Yeah. I hadn't heard about that movie. And now it's it's like it's one of his highly rated. It's on your ones. radar. Mm-hmm. Um and then, you know, I was thinking about, ah, oh, you know, there's a couple of movies I haven't seen that he's done. Like, there's there's this movie called Vertical Limit that looks just <laughs> tragically nineties. It really does. So that that was that looked delicious, uh, but then I found out that like you weren't a fan of weird science. Yeah, I had only <laughs> seen it uh, maybe one and a half times, uh-huh. um, and actually it, it was on cable recently or something where I uh, we we stumbled across it, 
and, and it's been on my list, I should say, for uh, for, like, for this like year podcast. Kiss. And that's right. <laughs> because your kiss, your kiss is on my lips. Because your kiss, your kiss, I can't resist. Because your kiss is on my list. When you turn off the lights. We went for it. No, because there's also oh. on my list of the best things in life. Oh. There's two different verses. Damn it. We should have we we talked about this. Cut that part out, Jeff. Should have plotted this out. To rehearse. Um, uh, but yes. Oh, the movie we're talking about. Weird right? science. That I, thank you. That I saw on cable um, and caught about 15 minutes of it. <laughs> and I was like, man, I, I don't remember really digging. It, I may have been too young mm-hmm. when it came out the first time. And now you're too old. I am too old for this film. <laughs> so maybe if I would have caught right when you did. You, you didn't hit the sweet spot of weird know. science. Where was that sweet spot, Joe, uh, I don't you? know because I saw this movie, I think, when I was like seven, eight years old. What? I was like seven or eight years old. Well, it came out at 85, so yeah. that's perfect. Yeah, so we'd, uh, my in father theaters? would like, no, not in theaters. My father would rent these movies. Mm. And man, that's how I saw a lot of this stuff. Um, and so, yeah, weird science. Uh, I... <laughs> Is a story about two losers, mm-hmm. two nerds in school, Gary and Wyatt. Gary and Wyatt, who uh, who who have little crushes and stuff, but they don't have any confidence in themselves, mm-hmm. and so they have a little sleepover at Wyatt's house. <laughs> His family's gone on vacation or something. Uh, it kind of like like everything had the same premise as Risky Business in the eighties. Like, <laughs> Tom Cruise's family went on vacation, going out of town. He's gonna have a big uh, big shebang, and Weekend he's gonna have Bernie's. a hooker. Hey, Weekend my boss, Bernie's. <laughs> Going out of town. Or no, he's just dead. Going out of life. <laughs> he was going out of life. <laughs> so weird size along those same lines where Gary and Wyatt uh, decide one night that like... So their plan was <laughs> they wanted to simulate a woman mm-hmm. so they could ask her questions on the computer. That's how stuff. it always starts, right? Yeah. yeah. And somehow they Frankenstein it mm-hmm. and they end up actually creating a woman played by Kelly LeBrock, Lisa. And for a movie with the word science right in the title... <laughs> I'm having trouble wrapping my head around a lot of the science. Much like I love that era. I love the late '80s, early '90s when computers were still kind they're of so mysterious thing. and yeah. a thing that nobody understood. My dad would just tell people, "Oh, my, my son, he works on computers," and that could mean I worked at NASA, <laughs> or you know, I was doing a bankroll, cataloging, payroll for, uh, or just playing Gertrude Secrets. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what was the uh, Carmen? Carmen San Carmen Diego. San Diego. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? But no, I. She's um, a crazy. <laughs> Felcher, feature, felcher, felching, felcher, felcher. That's all I ever hear whenever whenever they feel like they play that tune. What is that from? That's from the TV show. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? They don't they the don't talk about show? filching on the F- I, original. Pil- Pilcher, sure. felcher. Okay, well, I don't know, man. You should. Uh, is there a difference between those two? Oh, quite. <laughs> Go to our uh, Facebook page to find out what filching is. If you're curious about that, actually, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google that as we talk because I want to make sure that's actually what I think it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. And what I think it. Oh, you already it know. Is. It is. Oh, you, you look have, at you. I was playing, playing dumb. Dumb cop. I was playing dumb cop. Smart cop to be to be fun for the podcast. <laughs> uh, all right, so they they end up creating a. You know what? Weird science mm. is kind of ahead of its time. Uh, because oh, really? it introduces the notion of a 3D printer, <laughs> except just with flesh and blood. That's a good point. Uh, although, uh, the way they program it, I don't think it's quite how it's done nowadays. Well, they Joel, basically... obviously you would just throw pictures of stuff into your computer. <laughs> I love that. They throw, they've throw. they got like paper cutouts of things and faces and like people. Like Einstein. Einstein, and all of a sudden she becomes smart because you fed a picture of, of Einstein, Einstein into this shredder. Well, also, machine. Joel, once you say E equals MC squared to somebody... <laughs> They're instant geniuses. I love that. They're instant geniuses. Um, and uh, yeah, what else? Uh, there's like a paper cut out of lips, and that's supposed to teach her about love, right? Yeah. Being sexy or whatever. But you're uh-huh. right. It went straight from, it escalated very quickly from, let's build a girl so we can ask her questions to like figuring out what her cup size was going to be. Yeah. And I remember that was the More than a handful, always... and you're asking for trouble. That's right. <laughs> that was the uh, the clip they always used in the trailer. <laughs> Where they're like deflating. Yeah. Um, all right, so... Long story short, uh, too late. The science checks out. The science checks out. Yeah, sure. Well, here, I'm going to tell you this. The movie establishes its own science, its own weird science, <laughs> and it sticks to it. Mm-mm-mm. It kind of sticks to it because it comes back to haunt them at the end. Yeah, Where they try to, you know, because they've got these two guys that keep bullying them in school. One of them played by Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, RDJ. A young RDJ. Yeah. And his buddy... Who we've never seen ever again? What was that guy's name. I wrote it down. Robert Russler. Yeah, 
Yeah, you remember Robert? Ryan yeah, Slater. he was nominated for an Oscar this year, wasn't he? Yeah, I believe, right there with uh, that's right, Casey Affleck. He was in Fences, <laughs> dude. Did you? Oh, so you didn't see it? No, I didn't see. Case, it, but let's talk about Casey it. Affleck gets up on stage when he wins the Best Actor award, mm-hmm. and he says something along the lines of like, "I just, you know, I wanted to say." It. And I guess he was trying to endear himself mm-hmm. to to uh, Denzel Washington. Oh, he's like, "I just, you know, I learned a lot about acting from just watching Denzel Washington. I just, I met him for the first time tonight." And he goes into his speech, and they cut to Denzel, and he's just looking up like, "Oh no." Yeah, like just like sucking on his teeth, pissed off, well, bitter, it's not bitter cool. Denzel. It's not cool to like Casey Affleck right now. Oh, you think that's what it was? He was bitter that he. Oh, he's won well, before, hasn't he? I, I, oh yeah, he like has Glory twice. And shit. Yeah. yeah, he won for Glory, and then he won for Training Day. Oh, Training Day! I forgot about that. Which is weird. King like, Kong that, ain't got shit on me. That was like one of those. Uh, that's uh, like Marissa Tomei winning Best Supporting Actor. <laughs> no, at least that was more like a Lifetime Achievement Award. Right? Uh-huh. I guess. Yeah. Um, Okay, so tell me the story, because people have been talking about a lot of stuff with Casey Affleck, and I must have missed the story. I don't know either. I just know, I guess he was accused of some sexual assaults and then settled out of court, which the settled out of court used to mean, oh, he's 100% guilty, but it doesn't always mean that nowadays. I'm not standing up for him, because like like you, I don't know the story. I just know that... um, I agree with Joe (laughs) Bernstein. I just know that the irony of Brie Larson, uh, who starred in a film... A few years ago, about uh, yeah, she'd been sexually assaulted. With yes, the, now has to hand this guy the uh, the Oscar, and she looked none too pleased. No, from what I hear, no, she didn't. And see online. Wow, what was the highlight of the Oscars for you? The highlight of the Oscars for me, La La Land, not, not winning. Uh, no, I don't know. Like I didn't have any skin in the game. This yeah, year. me neither. Where I wasn't excited usually, about any of the I nominees. I, I tried either. to be excited about La La Land. And I and I, I was rooting for it simply because it was the only one that I had seen of that group. I even wasn't disappointed that Star Wars didn't win like best visual effects. Yeah, Rogue. I was just like, eh, yeah. it's Rogue One. It's fine. Blith. Uh, oh, I guess here. I guess the highlight for me mm-hmm. would probably be like some of the the musical performances. Oh yes, like I heard the, about that. The Moana performance where that poor young girl gets hit in the head with like one of those. <laughs> I heard about but that. But it was still she she carried on, which was great. I was, s- and the Sting performance. Oh, what did he do? He did. He had a uh, nominated best original song for a documentary, hmm. uh, and I actually got to see him perform that four days earlier. Oh, that's right, in you Arlington. Had, you had gone to that. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, he did a uh, an encore, and it was for this. And he was like, "You're going to see me on Sunday. No I'm going to be performing this song oh, for this documentary." And he cool. gave the story behind it. He was like, "It's a story about a journalist who ends up getting executed, and it broke my heart." And they asked me to write a song, and I was like, "I really don't think that I can come up with something that would do this any justice." Wow. And they were like, well, just go back home and kind of think about it. And he's like, I went home and I thought, I'm not doing my duty if I can't come up with something for this. Because oh, I like that. what this person did and how they put their lives on, at stake and the sacrifice they made and now what their families must live through, hmm. I think the least I could do is try to write something. Right. And so he wrote this song about like, you know, uh, leave a place at the table and I'll always be there. Oh, God. And it was like, it was crushing. Uh, like if you've ever lost anybody, oh, just yeah. this song like pulls at your heartstrings. Uh, and I got to tell you, man, the the concert in our, like Sting has not lost a beat. Like that dude is awesome. Good. And just the, the show was great, but that song shushed everybody Ooh, like live. I love it, when that there, it was like, you could hear a pin drop after he was done. Uh, and then like huge applause. And then to hear it again at the Oscars, I was like, it's a beautiful song. So Very that was cool. kind of the highlight to be nice. able to see that again. Yeah, I hear, heard uh, Sarah Borealis did the In Memoriam segment, oh, which must have gone on for like 10 minutes, Joe. I can only imagine. It, th- well, they, they cut quite a few things out. But I'll tell you, man, that last little bit where it went to Debbie Reynolds oh. and then it went to young Carrie Fisher from like the end of Empire. Empire, yeah. And then to Carrie Fisher from The Force Awakens saying, oh, no. may the force be with you. Uh, yeah, I saw you post was, that. Oh, oh, my God. Like it's It was one of those like I wasn't sobbing. But it's like you. F- I felt like a, the fattest tear just like immediately strong just fall down. Also cry. <laughs> a pair of St- testicles. Strong men also cry. What makes a man, Mister Lebowski? <laughs> <laughs> Did, were they able to squeeze Bill Paxton in there? Since no, it had just happened. No, but oh. Jennifer Aniston introduced it, and, and she talked about Bill Paxton. She was like, "Just this morning, Dude, we lost Bill Paxton." In this age of like twenty-four hour news cable, how how do they not have time to I just like know. splice in a clip and add a Chiron that yeah. says Bill Paxton, two thousand seventeen? Yeah, no, that's that's a weird thing for me that they couldn't just throw it in. Yeah. They're going to save it for next year when everyone's forgotten. I know, right? Because you know what's going to happen right before next year's Oscars? 
Bill, Mark Hamill. Bill Pullman's going to be. <laughs> Just confuse everybody. And they're going to put the wrong name like, under each Did he die last the, year? Like, I thought he died last year. You mean from Independence Day? Man, I thought he was already dead. <laughs> Actually, he what is the one that? from Independence Day. Yeah, he is the one. I there should was, have said the one from Twitter. There was there. someone that passed away recently, and I was like, I fucking thought he was already dead. Oh, George the Animal Steel, a wrestler. Oh. Uh, George the Animal Steel passed away. And I was like, I thought that, I thought that motherfucker was dead already. <laughs> Never he a good was, sign. He was fucking 50 when I was nine. Oh. Like... You know, that happened because I saw that Sidney Portier was there, and he's now the oldest living Oscar winner, I think is how they couched uh-huh. that headline, at 90. And he's one of those guys who's like, oh, you could have told me he died five years ago, and I, I absolutely would have believed you. Yeah. You'd have, like, in, it, some kind of weird thing where we just kind of fill in the blanks in our head. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, yeah, I think I did see that somewhere. <laughs> yeah. No, you didn't. Come and go so quickly. Uh, so weird science. Mm-hmm. Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton plays... Uh, Chet. Th- here's the connection. Yeah, that Bill Paxton Sorry. plays Chet... Uh, Gary's, or is it Wyatt? Wyatt's, I can never remember. Wyatt's, Wyatt's older brother. That's right. You stood, Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> but what? I'd love that. <laughs> How about a nice, greasy pork sandwich served in a dirty ashtray? That whole scene where he's trying to... <laughs> that laugh <laughs> fucking kills me every time. And it's funny, it's almost like um, Sean Penn. Yeah. Like, you go back and watch... Uh, fast times at Ridgemont High, and you're like, "This is Sean." Like, when was Sean Penn ever this goofy? Mm-hmm. And I had to remember because because I think of Bill Paxton, I think of uh, Titanic, right? I think of Hicks from Aliens, I think of Twister, yeah, Alien. I think that's the one. Is it Aliens? Aliens. He's in the, the second one. That's yeah. right. Um, but I, I I because I've only seen this movie twice now. Uh, I did not associate uh, weird science with with Bill Paxton, but that character really does stick out for me. I love he, him. He does. He has a great a great turn at the end too. But I mean, he just does so many. He has so many great choices, like when he's smoking his cigar or whatever, and he goes back into his room and he does that little move where he turns around and like, poof, like the... kicks the door open. <laughs> yes, like wow. And and I think a lot of people, especially if you've grown up with an older sibling, you could relate to uh, to having to deal with people like Chet. Yes. Um. All right. So having Lisa, basic. It's so weird. Like this movie's kind of like it's like Aladdin with tits. Like this, yes, yes. This woman is a genie. You have a genie. She has weird magic powers that Thank they you. don't explain. This is this is exactly what I wrote down. That I and, and it's fine. Like if you want to invent, if you want to say that these guys made an actual human from a computer, uh, all right, I'll go that far. But now she's basically a fucking sorcerer, yeah. right? Yes. She, she has magical powers. She can create anything, mm-hmm. um, and that's just a it's a bridge too far. Although over the river, Kwai. That's that's right. <laughs> they blew it up. Oh man. Oh, Obi-Wan. Uh, all right. So, yeah, Alec Guinness. Yeah, okay. Got it. Got it. <laughs> I thought for a second I saw some confusion on your head. Nope, like, just wasn't that interesting. That, oh, okay. Great, <laughs> great. I'm sorry. Just I'm sorry. Let me talk about some more stuff that you like. Hey, guys, Zima. Ooh, I, love, yeah. I, love, I love Zima. Hey, Zima's coming back. It's coming back. You're, I, I thought you'd be excited about that. I'm I'm only <laughs> excited about it because when I saw the news story, I, I was like, all right, start the clock until the somebody fucking the bit. tags me in this article. If I, I'm if surprised I, it wasn't you. If I never accomplish anything else in my life, mm-hmm. it's the fact that I've associated you with Zima yeah. with everybody. Hashtag fake news. Hashtag fake Zima. <laughs> um Man, he had a freaking address tonight. Uh, I Trump. don't uh, even want to think or no, talk about no, that. You don't. No. You don't. Uh, I'm sure I'll hear all about it tomorrow. So, so yeah, these guys go on kind of like a, a, an adventure of self-discovery, uh, of finding themselves, finding their courage, and kind of becoming men. Yeah. And, and never and having it, sex as a with weird, Kelly LeBrock. The weird Mary Poppins that is Kelly LeBrock. Uh, dude, I- uh, kind of like goes off and helps another couple of of down on their luck losers. I will uh, show my hand and say that uh, I loved her in this. She, she was, was really my favorite. Good. I remember back in the day just thinking, "Oh, they just got a pretty face. They just got somebody who who has, you know, uh, She was a model. That's all yeah. she had done. She was just a model." Yeah. She's got big lips and uh <laughs> Mick Jagger she does. in a dress. <laughs> she, kind of, she kind of is. No, but she was this was a, right her her she right had, in her prime. She, she had very full, attractive. Yeah, she had full lips. Um, <laughs> full head of hair. Full head of hair. Good, good birthing I, hips. That's what I love about a woman is when she's got full head of hair. <laughs> I really love when chicks have hair. Uh, but it's, yeah. th- it's those bitches that don't have hair that I just can't stand. That's right. Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> Demi Moore. Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Speaking of Patrick Stewart, man. What? I saw Logan. Oh my like gosh! Yes, two weeks ago, I'm two three weeks ago. Yeah, that was a really early advanced. Sc- yeah. Why did they do an advanced? Screening I don't know. It was so the far? only advanced screening that Fox did here too. Interesting. Was was then? It was like 
what was it february 16th or something um yeah logan fucking great i had no idea it was rated r i thought that was something they were talking about dude thank you deadshot or deadpool yeah for and deadshot and deadshot thanks deadshot from fucking suicide squad (laughs) thank you deadpool because without Deadpool, we probably would have never had a rated R Wolverine movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and this, it's not that this movie needed to be rated R, but I think the fact that it, it had the ability to kind of stretch itself a little bit more made a bit of a deeper, richer story. This movie is so good. I can't wait. This movie, I mean, it's... Seen it this weekend. It's it's the it, it's the Wolverine movie that we all finally deserve. Oh, yeah? Uh, not the one we need. Not the one we need right now. Mm-hmm. It's the one we deserve. <laughs> Uh, and it's it's so good. It skyrocketed to the top for me. We're wow of of, of what, the, the X Men franchise wow. of the X Men franchise. It's definitely at the top as far as superhero movies go. It's in the top four. It's oh, in wow. the top four, top five. Wow. It's it's up there. I don't know where because you put me on the spot. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even but, ask actually, but, but I have to blame you because it sounds <laughs> stupid if I go. I put myself on the spot. Uh, so yeah, no, it's it's fucking good. Uh, I can't wait. Fucking good, but but would it be? I, I know you're but, saying but, it. Sh- what 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 in the butt? What what, what in, in the butt? butt? You want to put it in my butt? You're, say, my butt? you're saying it. Uh, it's skyrocketed to the top, but it's this emotional uh, connection that we've built up over these last yeah, coming on twenty years now, right? Yeah, when almost did the first X Men come out. Two thousand. First, first X Men movie came out in two thousand. Yeah, wow. yeah, ninety nine, two thousand ish. Almost seventeen years, Joe. Almost mm-hmm. seventeen. Years. My my radio career and the X Men franchise are the same age. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, actually, it's not interesting. Yeah, I was going to say my New Year's say. resolution. I really I keep <laughs> catching myself saying that. And uh, in twenty seventeen, there'll be less interestings. Okay. Well, speaking of less interesting, back to weird science. <laughs> weird science. But you said you loved this movie. I you were did. excited about this. I I love this movie. I brought this and up, I and you were I, like, "Yes." I think I still kind of love it. Um, what is there to love about it? I, I love. I love a lot of the like the slapsticky humor. I like a lot of the the absurd situations that they find themselves in. Like the fact that when they end up at the fucking the the black bar, the 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 black uh, blues bar. Yeah, fifteen minutes into the movie. That's fucking amazing. Like I really love that bit. I thought that was actually very random. And it like, is. It's so random, but I love it. <laughs> I love that. That's where they decide to go, and the and that this movie has two American Ninja connections. Oh yeah, who's one who's, of the guys in the bar is Steve James, who's Jackson in American Ninja. Uh, I thought I recognized him. Uh huh. And the girlfriend, I think it's the one that that Wyatt hooks up with, the the brunette. Oh, she's is the, Judy Aronson. No way. She's the love interest in American Ninja. Oh my gosh, I know it. Yes, you're absolutely right. I know I'm right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, so that's something I appreciate. That makes me not want to revisit American Ninja, but <laughs> oh, we're going to revisit American Ninja uh, eventually someday. Yeah, I don't know when. I don't know how, but I know something's starting right now. We're going to watch Resisting the urge American to Ninja. Parts one through five. Part, well, we already watched one. Parts parts two through four. Oh, who's saying I'm not going back and rewatching part one? <laughs> Are you going to watch part one? No, you just said you didn't want to revisit it. Just kidding. You're going back and forth. You're flip-flopping. I've seen that movie. Uh, hashtag fake news. I've seen that um, film a lot of times already, though. Hashtag Lady Goats can be doctors, too. <laughs> I just saw that yesterday, Oh, my too. God. John, John Oliver. Oliver. Love him. The fucking best. Hashtag John Oliver. <laughs> um, hashtag feminism, I think, was the other <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. Watch so, John Oliver on HBO. On HBO. Sunday nights mm-hmm. at 10, 10 Central. Uh, all right. So weird science. Weird science. Oh yeah. So I, I, I thought it was odd that that the that the first thing they do after creating the the perfect woman is right? take a shower out of their computer. So that's true. Yeah, yeah. They got a little closer, but, but they, they wear their clothes. They t- <laughs> I think part of the thing that makes me like this movie still is because it reminds me of me. Like, They're so innocent. I was so like, I, I I'm so uncomfortable talking about this on here, but Ooh, I'll I'll talk wait. about it. like just you know. I, I had the opportunity in, in like in high school and right after high school. Like I was a late bloomer. I didn't lose my virginity until I was like twenty twenty one. Yeah, me too. Um, but I had the opportunity. Mm. But I was just as awkward as Gary and Wyatt when there, I was in those situations. There's a line from Dazed and Confused, which I revisited recently as well. Hey, listen to our Dazed and Confused episode from uh, summer. Of you remember we did that, but you don't remember that we did the perfect weapon. Uh, no, because Dazed and Confused is Dazed and Confused, and the other movie you just mentioned, I can't even remember the title. <laughs> With Jeff Speakman. That's a, a made-up name. It's, it's all made up. Hashtag fake news. The um, 
What was I talking about? You were talking about Days and Confused. There's a line. Oh, there's a line that one of the characters has in there where uh, you know it's, it's a couple teenage boys and they're talking about, oh, I'm going to get with her. And he's like, man, you wouldn't know what to do with her if you got her. Mm-hmm. And, and that was totally me in uh, late, yeah. Yeah. late late 90s. And so that's why I, I identify with Gary and Wyatt where it's like, you know, they're a couple horn dogs. They want to they get with a chick, but they don't know how to close. And they're scared. They're like, uh. Mm-hmm. uh they ha- they're lacking the confidence. And I identify with that. And I think that's... That's why I'm totally down with going on this journey with Gary and Wyatt. Just like Wyatt, I was kind of bullied by my older sibling. And, yeah. And until we became adults where we finally saw eye to eye, but we used to fight like cats and dogs. We still get in arguments for some reason. Like when my father comes into town, oh. we turn into freaking children again. Where it's like we're fighting over <laughs> his attention. is funny how that happens? It's so dumb. You just regress to where you yeah. were in your yeah. teens. My arrested development. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... I think that's part of the reason why I still like this movie is that I kind of identify and there's a part of me that remembers that. And I'm like, oh, I remember. But, but yeah. at least you can, I, and I, I will I will go with you there. Yes, they're likable characters. They're fun to watch. Anthony Michael Hall, I think, is, this is the most likable oh, yeah. I've oh, ever absolutely. seen him in anything, especially when he gets drunk there at the, at the beginning. Give me the keys. And he did his voice. Didn't he do that same voice in Pretty in Pink? Or not Pretty in Pink, 16 Candles? Which came out the same year, I think. No, it, was it like didn't. The third, yeah, it was like pretty... Oh. 16 Candles did not come out the same I'm year sorry. as Weird Science. Wait a minute, hold on. No, I think I remember. No, because he looks like 10 years older. No, he looks exactly the same so you in had, this film. you had... No, he doesn't. It was... There you were had three pretty, John Hughes movies. 16 Candles. Mm-hmm. Then you had uh, The Breakfast Club. This movie definitely takes place after The Breakfast Club. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of That's right. He does this voice in The Breakfast Club where they're smoking weed in the library. That's what it is, which came out in 1985. Thank you very much. Pretty in Pink was the other one I'm thinking of, but that was 1986. Uh, Yeah, I I didn't realize that John Hughes directed this one. I mean, I I remembered it, but... um, Yeah, see, I thought he had produced it. Yeah, and not... It doesn't really ring of, like, John Hughes... It's not a typical John Hughes film. It's not his best work, I would say. <laughs> I, I could go with you on that. I'll yeah. go with you on that journey. It, it, it's it, not. It has a few moments that I that are, are endearing, but uh, there's not a lot of glue holding together in this whole story. Like, I, and and that's that's what perturbs me about the whole blue scene. It's just like, where are we going with this? Like, you've got this great premise that you could explore all sorts of things. But a teenage boy that could create fuck his it, own I'll woman. drive. Give me the keys. Give me the keys. He's in the back seat. He's like, fuck it, I'll drive. Give me the keys. Every damn night. Every damn night. On the telephone? <laughs> I love that. The fuck are you talking about on your telephone, man? A little racially insensitive, too, don't you think? A little white kid sitting around in a blues bar. Yeah, boy, yeah. Boy. That was the 80s, though. Just, it was okay to do that in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. This comes from the same guy who keeps picking movies where they use derogatory terms for homosexuals. I'm, that's not why I'm choosing them. <laughs> Happens to be a coincidence. Yeah. Uh, like next Coke. week, Moonlight. <laughs> Just uh-uh. Hashtag too soon. However, uh, La La Land for an upcoming episode, I, we have an opportunity to see Train Spotting too early. <gasps> Dude, yes. Yeah. Oh, I still want to see that film. Okay. All right. I saw that. I love what they did even with the trailer. Yeah. The, the trailer is totally. A, a, they're using the same the parallels. Song. The parallels they're are doing, great. I didn't realize he was going to go with that. And really, with a film like Train. This is one of these things where it's, it's one like, of those films that's it does not beg for a sequel. No, like, and, it didn't leave much that was untold. And when I heard that they were doing it, I was like, no, th- please don't. There's nothing good that can come from it. But now I'm I'm optimistic. And Danny Boyle hasn't made a completely terrible movie, has he? No, he's made uh, uh, Sunshine Danny, is his most disappointing. I is think. it? That's yeah. one of my favorite films. I like it too, and I'm saying that's his one of his most disappointing. Wow. I, it's that third act. Danny Boyle apart. for me, yeah. When it becomes a monster movie, mm-hmm. uh, because it's this cool like space thriller kind of sci-fi film and then suddenly yeah it just kind of devolves into like I am a killer it and was I'm enough chasing you through the, just the ship dealing with the their, the psychology of the people of on being board in, being in we space we didn't need a, a, a nemesis another hero mm-hmm. we don't need to know <laughs> the way home hashtag bad backs <laughs> hashtag should have won the Oscar <laughs> hashtag not my champion <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Tina Turner was robbed <laughs> Hashtag sexy saxophone player. <laughs> uh, all right. So getting back into weird science, mm-hmm. um, you know, you've got these guys who who are able to, through Lisa's influence or help, they end up having a party and they end up taking these girls. They meet these girls and get, they're able to get some time with them. Yeah, they meet these girls. They're the ex-girlfriends slash current girlfriends. Of Robert Downey Jr. The guys who were bullying them. Robert Russler. Which is yeah, very good that you remembered his name. <laughs> Um, that's one. <laughs> that's one person. That's the other I thing. feel like he's somewhere he's like, huh? <laughs> like, someone knows my name. 
He does the Obi-Wan Kenobi move where he sits down as if, <laughs> a thousand, as if a, one voice. It's as if one voice suddenly called name. out my name and then was suddenly silenced <laughs> by Zima. Oh. <laughs> Uh, all right, so so yeah, they kind of take these girls away, and they they have this whole like they have this weird scene where like they're way too mature for being high school kids, but they're like, fine, you've got our girlfriends, but yes. we're just asking that you do something like that for us. They'll oh yeah, something. where they're trading uh, in human flesh, basically. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's that's my thing about this film. Um, I'm not saying it's misogynistic; it's it's just uh, objectifying women, which I guess is maybe one of the same, yeah. right? Yeah, well, you can they, you can objectify clearly, women. They without clearly being... create a woman out of a Barbie doll connected to like a computer. And that's my biggest uh, problem with this film is I like the premise. There's a lot of potential that could have been had with the premise. Not unlike Small Soldiers, the, if the, you think about it a little bit. The ones where they're toys, <laughs> where the toys come to life, <laughs> and then they take showers with the kids. Is that no? But it, it's and not toy like soldiers. That. <laughs> no, I always get those confused. Where that's just about a bunch of young boys standing around their underwear in a preparatory it's, school. It's uh, uncomfortable with uh, Samwise Gamgee and Oscar Award winner Louis Gossett Jr. Oh, he is in that, isn't yeah, he? That's there right. You yeah, you remember that one? You don't remember the Perfect Weapon? No, because I like Toy Soldiers. <laughs> step by step, I'm gonna look at this movie. Heart to heart, you keep talking about. Oh bit yeah, bit, we are. Perfect Weapon is what you're calling this? The Perfect Weapon with Jeff Speakman. Perfect. Again, made up name. Perfect match. Perfect guy. The Perfect Weapon. Perfect man. Just look up weapon. I didn't want to have to type anymore. I was hoping that... Well, there's a 2016 The Perfect Weapon with Steven Seagal. They're probably remaking it. It's probably remade. 1991 with Jeff Speakman, John Doyle. There you go. Oh, I remember this one. There we go. (laughs) What a dick. Listen to our past episode where we reviewed uh, the perfect. It weapon. opens up with that cool kata scene where he's yes. listening to. Uh, I've got the power. Wow! I wonder how many of the films we reviewed on this podcast I will not remember <laughs> in 2017. That's what I, I look tune in, to. folks. Going back and listening, you should go back and listen to our podcast starting from the beginning mm-hmm. and like find out what you thought of movies you don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like listening. Hearing them for the first time. Like, like a virgin. This person? Like a virgin. He knows me so well. He knows me so well. He sounds so sexy. <laughs> I really love his voice. Uh, all right, so weird science. Weird science. Uh, they end up having a party. I, and it, I've even blanked on it now. Like, they end up having a party, and then, like, these bikers from hell show up. It's weird. We, yeah, we've got, like, a sloth who's riding a motorcycle shows up. Yeah. Uh, and then there's, like, a... Like it's West, like the bad guy from Mad Max. West Studi, yeah, yeah. <laughs> from uh, from Lost in Last of the, the Mohicans or whatever. Oh. Yeah, there you go. That's exactly what it is. Last of the Mohicans. Uh, it's it's, and it's that's Lisa's test that they have to prove their manhood. Yeah, which they're failing horribly, by the way, by hiding in a closet. They lock themselves away. Like her plan is is not working out. <laughs> she has not done her job. Don't let John Wayne hear you say that. She's the right. man is dead, Lisa. <laughs> there are a lot of uh, a lot of nice one liners in there. Yeah, there are uh, in little moments. You were oh, talking dude. earlier about some of the slapstick, uh-huh. and I enjoyed uh, uh, Bill Paxton's chat, like <laughs> yes. banging uh, yes. Wyatt and, and his girlfriend's <laughs> yes. head with a shotgun, the, yes. the, the top of the shotgun. That's so weird. It seems unsafe. Uh, how about when they go see Gary's parents? Oh yes, <laughs> they, they, I love that scene. That's what made me fall in love with Kelly LeBrock yeah. during that. Because she was so confident. Bit. But that goes to the whole, like, her having magical powers. Like, her par- their parents somehow forget who he is. Yes, she's able to wipe people's memories. She's able to stop time. Let's check down some of the things that she can do. Uh, yeah. She made a nuclear... No, no, actually, the nuclear missile was created by them that, using yes. the computer. So that yeah. wasn't her. I won't give her credit for that. But yes. <laughs> It just, like, grows up out of the house. <laughs> we forgot to put the doll. <laughs> you forgot... To put the doll. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's your Kelly what does Chet say when he sees it? He's like, the hell? <laughs> yeah, I uh, can't remember. I watched it mere hours ago. He's, he finds his grandparents frozen in the closet. <laughs> that is a great moment. Grandparents catatonic in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> he does that. It's like a long spit take almost. Or a double take. Where he gets in the, in the closet, closes the door, turns around, pulls a Bugs Bunny, and then realizes <laughs> yes. what he's just seen. Goddamn. Oh, you'll be missed. You will be missed, Bill Paxson. Rest in peace. Definitely a role that I enjoyed way more than Twister. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I really Twister so, just came off as a dullard and not yeah. very smart. And and, and not, mean. Yeah. Kind of mean spirited. Well, he, he's like engaged to this chick. He shows up so he can marry her and then like the whole time like, he's like, I'm gonna ride with my ex. I'm gonna ride with Joe. That's Joe. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you got me, Joe. <laughs> 
Good God. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> so weird science. So I don't understand, Joe. Why? What makes these guys such losers? They're I was nerds. having trouble figuring nerds, but but I don't understand how they look. Sure, they act a little bit different, but like they didn't look. They weren't deformed. They didn't have uh, obvious uh, ailments. Uh, or things that would that would keep think other people from. School, did you have any ailments? No, but were I, you deformed? Yeah, but I'm um, no, no. But I, and because of that, I, I not because of that. <laughs> in j- spite of myself, in spite of yourself, I had friends. I had at least I had a group. I found my people. Yeah. Well, he, I'm sure they had other friends. This is a movie I know, that takes place over a weekend. But I also didn't have people like pouring slushies on me from the from second the mall. Floor of the mall, and then like everybody, even the adults, are like ah, <laughs> laugh. I'm not like what are these miscreants doing? Like everybody's in <laughs> like on that. the joke and hates Guys, them. Because you're not you're not here seeing. Joel actually waved his fist at the air. <laughs> That's how you know I'm old. <laughs> Shaking my tiny fist at clouds. <laughs> old man shakes fist at clouds. I love that Jason Cox gives that like in everything he posts. That's funny. Oh man, poor guy. No, I I I I'm with you on that. I think that obviously that's artistic license and you have to do that to kind of like you know you're trying to build empathy for these characters with the audience I get it it's it's overdone didn't see anything that was I didn't see that much separation between them church and state and the uh, Robert Downey Jr. Oh my god I love uh, Robert Downey Jr. And what was his buddy's name? Rex? Uh, Ru- Ru- Richard Rustler No <laughs> The character's Dude I don't name. give a fuck I, I don't care Rex. He's uh, What else has he done? I think he was in like one other teen movie. Was he the the love interest in in Sixteen Candles? I have never seen. That. I no, don't think he t- is. no, Jake no. Ryan. He's not Jake Ryan. No. Okay. No way. By the way, that fuck Jake Ryan. Dreamy. I know we've talked about this, but fuck Jake Ryan. Fuck Jake Ryan and fuck that movie. Like, Dude. The, the, <laughs> he. There's another he, John Hughes movie John Hughes. where he's just like trading You're his right. girlfriends You're around. Right. Fuck John Hughes. Like there's cigarettes what a hack. on the prison. Oh, oh, <laughs> what a fucking hack. Hashtag rest in peace. Hashtag You're a hack. Hack tag. Um, no, I. I don't know. Like this movie still cracks me up. It cracked me up when I was watching it. I, was, I, I, was I get still there. Are, back. There are some moments. There are some performances. Again, like we said, I like the Kelly LeBrock scene where she pulls the gun on his parents. That's mm-hmm. fun. She she exudes a lot of confidence and sex appeal. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like the scene where um, Wyatt and Gary are, are are psyching themselves up and they're in the shower together near the end, yes. and it's just a close up on their lips as they're having this conversation <laughs> yes. back yeah, and yeah, forth yeah. very quickly. I thought that was really well done, but again, it's just a bunch of little a little vignettes. A bunch of things that John Hughes wanted to put in a movie. It's not didn't really have a story to connect them. I'll, I'll go with you on that. It's not a strong movie as a whole. It definitely isn't. Like as as a, on a journey, it makes for a good sketch show. But I do hear that they're trying to do a re- remake because you know Joel Silver. They did a TV producer. show. I watched the TV show. I actually like the USA TV show. Network That's with right. Vanessa Angel. Up all night. That was Ronda, Ronda Shear. Ronda Rousey. That's right. Ronda Rousey. Um, <laughs> it was... Uh, where was I going with this? Uh, I don't know. I don't care. Shit. You were going to take very shit? Appointment. <laughs> Nothing can change the way that I shit. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim reference. First one of the year, uh, uh, folks. Uh, uh, 2017. Oh, my God. Hashtag Scott Not Pilgrim. really, because we talked about Scott Pilgrim earlier. About, like, we're talking Oscars. about Brie Larson. We didn't really make a reference, though. No. No, we it's did. not the same actually. thing. Actually. What did we yeah. say? He's a babysitting. Oh, but that yeah. was off the mic. Was it off the mic? I think so. Fuck, I don't remember, man. This episode's going so long. It's uh, it's, it's yeah, it's been it's forty eight <laughs> minutes since you looked at me. Um, <laughs> damn it, where was I going with this? I don't know. Little man. moments. Um, Little vignettes. Oh, oh uh, so twenty thirteen. Tiny bubbles. Twenty thirteen. They're talking about doing a, a a remake of it, and I actually would applaud that. I usually don't like them going back to the the uh, the mill. Yeah. Um, the ghost. Bu- I started seeing <laughs> the Ghostbusters. <laughs> the Ghostbusters. I started watching. What do you want? I got a part of that. Um, and. I think I'm going to enjoy it when I finally sit down and watch it all. It wasn't bad. But I enjoyed. That's it. what everybody says, and it's but but was it needed? No, exactly. Nope. Um, Unnecessary. This one I think is is ripe with potential. I like the premise. I think there's a way the the comedies that are coming out of Hollywood now are are kind of top notch. I think mm-hmm. because now we're doing things like with Twenty One Jump Street and uh, just with the, the Seth Rogen James Franco. Fucking Amen. Twenty One Jump Street. Like that, talk about a, a comedy franchise that still delivers. Like the first one yeah. is great, yeah. the second one is fucking great. I caught both of them like in a marathon, Man. and uh, I'm kind of excited about this Men in Black crossover that they're doing. Yes, I sir. Think, I think I actually think that's the right way to go. Yep. I, I take some take these characters we already know and love and just put them in this universe. I and agree. Have fun with it. I'm totally down. Uh, and I think Weird Science could benefit from Ooh. today's. Uh, please don't bring back that song. God, I hate that song, <laughs> Joe. I, I love Danny Elfman. I love his scores. I am not an Oingo Boingo fan. No. And between that and Dead Man's Party, I'd be it's happy if I never heard either one of those songs again. I feel you on that. Sorry. Uh, so I would still recommend this film. 
Yeah. I absolutely recommend it. I think, you know, it's it's a it's a fun, raunchy teen comedy. Obviously, you don't want to have your children... Like, nowadays, you couldn't make a movie like this. There's some like in it. this. Some nudity in it. Uh, if you're going to remake it, it's definitely going to be a little bit more mild, or they're going to give it an R rating, and it's... Well, I just want there to be some sort of... Um, um, lesson learned like mm-hmm. I have fun with it do your comedy show your tits whatever um, but but have something to say because this like I said this premise kind of lends itself to it didn't really have much to say no not at all it was just a, a fun romp it, for a, an hour and a half yeah but the the objectification of women like, <laughs> oh my god just, just rubbed me listen, the wrong hearing way hearing that coming from you though is I like, know eh. I listen. We can all. It's like make listening fun. to David Duke like criticize a film and going, "I don't think it painted black people in the right light." <laughs> Fair enough. No, no. I'm listen. I I love all women, Joe. Um, no. At I'm the a, same time, I'm a, I'm a one woman man now. Um, but uh, I it, it's I don't even know where I'm going with this. You know what? It seems like weird science. You've you've got plenty of reasons mm-hmm. to criticize this film. Uh, and, and I get it. I get it. Kind of like, kind of like how, you know, with like fifth element, Mm -hmm. I don't like it. I can't really, you know, it's, it's not for any like logical, like you shouldn't like it either reason. It just didn't speak to me. It it didn't, it doesn't work for me. And I kind of feel like that's what's going on with weird science with you. I just feel like this movie doesn't really speak to you. That's a very right place, right time film. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to our Fifth Element episode from... Uh, oh, my God. Was that 2016 or 2015? It was last year. Hey, listen, we've been, uh, we were gone for six weeks. <laughs> and now it feels, it it feels like again, we were gone for two years. It really does. We're a little, we're a little rusty here, folks. Actually, I'm... We put an amber alert out for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck is it gone? However, it feels like we haven't missed a beat with how awkward we are with each other. Mm. Uh, That'll never go away. No, I my love it. My heart will go on. Your heart on what? Like oh. Titanic, starring Bill Paxton. Titanic. Hashtag too soon. Hashtag, hashtag taken too soon. Hashtag, uh, hashtag taken. Dorothy. Hashtag taken. <laughs> hashtag special set of skills. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Liam Neeson was better in the match. <laughs> uh, all right. So if we've got another, because I feel like we're now like just kind of trying to. We're spinning wheels a little bit. We're trying to crush blood from this stone. Let's do it. Uh, nice so reference. Here we go with uh, with Weird Science. Mm. What did Weird Science do right? I like the casting. Like I said, I think Anthony Michael Hall's at his best. I even like a poor... What's that guy's name? Uh, Ellen Mitchell Smith. The guy who plays Gary. Who plays Gary. That um, we've never seen again. No, which is too bad. I thought it was funny in this. But uh, the breakout for me uh, is uh, Bill Paxton as Chet. And then uh, Kelly LeBrock. I thought, Kelly LeBrock. I thought she was the right mix of uh, beauty and, and brain. She had a confidence about her. Um, and it was believable. Who shortly after this film hooked up with... Uh, what's his name? Uh... Who did all the... You, you mentioned him earlier. Steven Seagal. Oh, no way. They were married, yeah. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, and that actually is interesting. Has, hashtag <laughs> they, interesting. Hashtag actually. <laughs> interesting actually. <laughs> That's going to be our version of that film. Hashtag Liam Neeson. Uh, who is also in love actually. Mm-hmm. He'll be an interesting actually. Uh, what, <laughs> That's the sequel. What I think Weird Science did right, mm-hmm. I, I I agree with you. I think the casting, I think some of the... Some of like the weird non sequitur moments worked for me. Uh uh, again, uh, I'll point out when they go to the bar and when you know they're they go to Gary or they go to uh, yeah they go to Gary's it's place. Gary's house. They yeah. go to Gary's house to see his parents. That's awesome. I love these little moments. I love the moment at the end when they 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 scare off the bully biker leader guy and the rest of the bikers are going away and you've got that one dude who's like, if we could keep that between us, <laughs> I'd hate to lose my teaching job. <laughs> that is funny. It's a great addition. Yeah. Like just a little thing that it kind of makes the it makes the moment a little bit richer. I think that. That's kind of what Weird Science did right. What did Weird Science do wrong? Uh, again, I don't like the message it has about women. It had an opportunity to, to do something with it, say something with it, but really all it was was, hey, little boys like tits. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be cool if we could make our own tits and then trade them with our friends, like cards, like baseball cards. Um, and I, I kept waiting I don't for see the, a problem. I kept waiting problem. for the other shoe to drop um, and be like, oh, the, oh, we learned something about it. Women can be more. But basically, they just hook up with their <laughs> nemesis's ex-girlfriends who they broke up with that night. And uh-huh. I don't... I can't really get behind that message. I love the part where they try to create another woman. And you yes. cut to Robert Downey Jr. And he's like, I'm shitting in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> he is great in that. He's really good. There you go, casting. Uh, it's the same kind of character that he played in Back to School, uh, which was awesome. Uh, all right. Is, isn't it? Yeah. What, what I think, which featured Oingo Boingo's Dead Man's Party. Ugh. Uh, what I, I think Weird Science did wrong, I think that uh, you had maybe, maybe too many conflicts or too many goals that you were trying to achieve with these characters. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you wanted them to find their self-confidence. So it's it's man against self. But then they're also going against these two bully guys. Mm-hmm. But they're not really bullies. But And then they're also having to fight against these Mad Max villains at the mm-hmm. very end. It gets a, a little convoluted. Um, and I agree with you. Like, suddenly this woman who was created by a computer has magic power. She's a genie. I don't get it. What What's going on with that? So I do think that it's a, a movie that, if refined a little bit further, could speak to a wider audience. It could speak to someone like you that, you know, you'd probably enjoy it a little bit more if it was just a little more focused. Uh, if we were to remake Weird Science, you talked about how there's a remake in the works. Yeah. If we were to remake Weird Science, how would we do it? I recast three people. I recast five. So let me get my two uh, two guys out of the way. Actually, six, because I have a duo here. Oh, you know what? I got? I have four. Oh, okay. Um, did you do... Wait, hold on. Did you do Bill Paxton? I did Bill Paxton. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. so, so you didn't do the Robert Downey Jr. I didn't, and no. Robert Russell. Well, no. let me get those out of the way, because they're the two bullies... Um, and one of them's kind of a pretty boy, and the other one's just kind of a, a silly guy tag along, but he's the funny guy. Uh, and it made me think of a movie that we saw and reviewed on this here podcast last summer called, called The Perfect Weapon. That's right, starring uh, Stedman. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, Stedman. Jeff Stedman. Stedman. <laughs> Oprah and Stedman. Got her a strong man named Stedman. <laughs> Mark Wallace used to make me moist. <laughs> Hashtag the clumps was better. Um, uh, but does uh, Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates was the film I was yes. referring to. Uh, oh, also uh, filmed at the resort that we stayed in in Hawaii, by oh, the that's, way. Oh, that's awesome. Same with uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Also filmed there. It was fun to kind of see a little bit of uh, behind the scenes. Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. But no, Zach Efron and Adam Devine were Mike and Dave. And that's Mike and Dave great. Need Wedding Dates. And they are going to be my Robert Downey Jr. and uh, Robert Rushler. I love it. Thank you. That's that's really good. All right, so who do you have next? Uh, well, we'll start with your, I guess, Bill Paxton. With probably Chet, the bottom. Bill Paxton, Let's Chet. Uh, for me, uh, it's a little bit old. I'm skewing a little bit older with this one. Okay. But I'm going to go with Timothy Oliphant. Oh, oh, dude, he's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but like... I think from... that's the kind of villainy kind of role yeah. that he could play. Not like the freaking one that he tried to do for Die Hard. No, uh, but more was... like more like Go. Yeah, He was kind yes. of a bad but good guy in Go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah there you go. There you go. Yeah. What do you, you have, what do you have for, go. Your, for your... Oh, my God. Sorry. Um, I went with uh, Tom Felton, Draco Malfoy yes. from the Harry Potter films. Yeah. Uh, I, I had some some runner-ups. Uh, one of them was Miles Teller. thought that might work. Miles but Teller. he's just too damn charming. He is. Um, and then I almost went with Casey Affleck, just because he's the villain <laughs> of the hour. Du jour, as you said. But uh, I think Draco Malfoy, a.k.a. Tom Felton, um, he's already kind of got the look. He's we a, already know him as a dick. He's the right age. And uh, you just picture him with that buzz cut. Yeah. With like the, uh, the the tail coming out the back. That's really funny. I think it'd be a, a, a good chance for him to do some comedy. That's good. Drink. He deserves that. Yeah. After getting murdered in that first Planet of the Apes reboot. Oh, he did, didn't he? Yeah, ah, he did. I remember sure, that. Sure as hell did. He had it, he had it coming. He had it coming. He had it coming. Mm-mm-mm-mm. He only has himself to, to blame. blame. All right, to where blame. Do, where are we going now? <laughs> to blame. <laughs> He's only mostly dead. <laughs> Hashtag Princess Bride. <laughs> Kelly LeBrock. Kelly LeBrock. Want to do her next? Go ahead. Oh, Lisa. yeah. Yeah, dude. Lisa. I thought they named her Lisa after the uh, Apple computer, the failed Apple computer Lisa. But Is that not true? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Not according to the film. <laughs> but uh, Kelly LeBrock, um, again, I had a bunch of uh, uh, options to choose from. But I think I'm going to go with uh, Emmy Rossum. Are you familiar with Emmy Rossum? Yes, I am. I uh, kind of have a little man crush on her. because One, because she reminds me of my wife, or my wife reminds me of her. My wife. My wife. Just kind of like, <laughs> like being able to say that. I'll be abusing that in 2017. Yeah, listeners. you so will. Look among to other that. things. <laughs> Hashtag uh, <laughs> feminism. <laughs> Um, but uh, like I mean, Russell, I caught her recently on a uh, on a in a uh, film called Comet that mm-hmm. is now streaming on Netflix. I, I with Justin Long, I actually kind of recommend it. There's enough good stuff about it to recommend uh, Comet. But um, she um, kind of can play that that bombshell, right? Uh-huh. Kind of be the pinup model, but also she's you know there's some smarts behind those eyes, and she sure. can be sassy and she can be funny. If you ever seen her in. Uh, yeah. And uh, was that Girls? Is that yeah. the name of that show? Yeah, 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 yeah. So Emmy Rossum is my uh, Lisa. Along those same lines, uh, because she's, you know, kind of sassy, she's gorgeous, she's uh, picturesque. You could definitely see, like, you know, that she's she's a model, but she's not going to be a model that's going to, like, break the internet. Fade uh, Dunaway. Yes. Fade Dunaway. <laughs> she's <laughs> fading away. Um, no, Sarah's got me watching this show that I missed out on the first time around uh, called Happy Endings. 
Ooh, I'm not familiar with this. Okay, so it's got like Casey Wilson and stuff. Uh, and I'm gonna look it up. Uh, it's in Damon Wayans' kid. I think his name is Damon Wayans Jr. <laughs> um, it's a really funny show. What pisses me off about it is I never, I never saw the show when it first came out. And we started watching it, and the pilot of it is a lot like the pilot I wrote for the second web series that I was where I was. Like, oh, is very similar. Um, but uh, you you'll remember her from the uh, from the movie Old School and from Twenty Four, Alicia Cuthbert or Cuthbert. Yeah, Alicia, I, I don't remember how her name is pronounced. Cuthbert. I Cuthbert. Believe. Uh, her. She is my Lisa. Yeah, and she's in the show. She's really funny in from the show. From twenty four, is she? Yeah, she's That's good. Super funny in the also, show. Also, uh, also from Love Actually. Hashtag, hashtag Love Actually. She's in Love Actually. Yeah, she's in that scene. You remember with the Brit who's trying to get laid the entire movie? Well, like one of the weakest plots. Oh, in that's that film. right. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. like comes to America and yes. like Shannon Elizabeth is I there. I forgot about that. She's yeah, she's one of the other hot girls that I guess he ends up having a f- <sighs> so unbelievable. Yeah. So she's my Lisa. Hashtag Liam Neeson. Um, <laughs> hashtag yeah, Lisa, I like her. Lisa oh, Leeson. I like that a lot. Yeah, and she can be funny. Yeah. Old dimple in her chin. All right. Well, that brings us to our two leads then, uh, and I'll go with the guy whose name nobody knows, uh, Ilan Mitchell Smith mm-hmm. as Gary. Did we determine? Okay, I guess he's Wyatt. <laughs> the not yes, yes, he is. Um, I went with a guy who uh, whose name I didn't know, but I know it now, and it's Cody Smith McPhee. Who played Nightcrawler. He played Nightcrawler yeah. in the new, uh, I say new X-Men. Not anymore. Not as of this weekend with Logan out. Um, but uh, in the, what was that called? Apocalypse? X-Men Apocalypse. Played Nightcrawler in there. Um, kind of a wimpy looking guy, but uh, I like his, I dig his style, man. I dig your style, dude. <laughs> I like your style too, there. Sometimes there's a Nightcrawler. <laughs> Sometimes there's a Nightcrawler. Yeah, I'd- Lost my, <laughs> lost my train of thought. Lost my, lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, Cody Smith McPhee's good. Yeah, thank for, you for Wyatt. Like it. Um, mine is a is a is a group thing. Oh. Um, so I'm just gonna straight up go with uh, my my two leading men from Superbad, Michael <laughs> Sarah and Jonah Hill. Yeah. As Wyatt and Gary. Oh, dude, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have that awkward. And see, those are two guys I do believe got picked on in high school. Yeah. Because um, it's it's more than, uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> enough has, has been spoken about them. Yeah. And in general. Okay. Uh, I went with uh, another, another. Uh, I'm teaming Nightcrawler up with Spider-Man, the new uh, Spider-Man Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. Love it. Because I think he's kind of awkward. Dude, the trailer for that Homecoming movie is so good. I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah. We got some oh, good things in store for 2017. Mm-hmm. Who's directing yours? Uh, I went with, um, if we talked about uh, uh, La La Land earlier, uh-huh. and uh, the director of that, Damien Chazelle. <laughs> I went with the director of Moonlight. Uh, no, I, I think this movie screams for someone like John Favreau, who can, I, who can balance the humor comedy. and the humanity of our yeah. characters and stuff. I think John Favreau would really capture the fun of this movie. I thought so, too. But if you've, uh, you see La La Land, and uh, you, might, you might change your mind I might, about it. I might change my mind. It's not all serious and drumming car accidents. I got you. Wow. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. If you've got any thoughts about Weird Science, how you would recast it. Weird or Science. How, uh, dum, what dum, you thought about our recast. Dum, if you have any dum, ideas dum, for movies that you'd mm-hmm. like us to watch in the future, you can go ahead and go to Facebook and uh, put in the search bar, the editing bay. It's going to bring up an image of the woman with the bleeding eyes and that you click on and you could talk back to us there and let us know uh, all your your deepest desires and dreams and thoughts mm. and stuff. Uh, you can <laughs> congratulate Joel on his, uh, his, his, his marriage to the beautiful Jenna. Are you guys? Nope. Okay, so is she she's taking your name? She's got a last name now. Yeah. She's taking your name? We're going old school. She wow, Jenna taking, Burnson. Taking the plunge, I know. Wow. I, I told her, I was like, listen, my last name is awful. Yours, yours is cool. Yours is phonetically why don't you awesome. take hers? Uh, we thought about that, but yeah. I'm I'm not that much of a I can't a pussy. <laughs> no, that's not what I was gonna say. Hashtag feminism. I'm not. Uh, I, I I can't pull that off. I guess gotcha. is what I'm saying. Joel Joel West. It'd be the wrong message, but that sounds strong, right? Yeah, like a yeah, porn star. JW. What's going on, JW? Ooh, J-Dub. J-Dub. Actually, she's already J-Dub. So she's J-Dub. Never mind. Not you're, anymore. You're J Burn. She's J Bub. You're J Burn. <laughs> Uh, we have, hashtag feel the burn. We have a website, Rachel. Oh, we do. It is hashtag editing. <laughs> hashtag. Some, some poor staff can put a hashtag at the beginning. Don't do that. You'll never find it. But if you type in editingbay.com, you will find our website. Uh, links to uh, all of our past episodes, links to pictures, links to some swag. Uh, one piece of swag, actually, if you want to support the show, buy a t-shirt. But we also have links back to our Facebook page and our Twitter handle. Uh, please follow us there as well. You get the latest news. It is at The Editing Bay. Uh, but the website is editingbay.com. Very cool. 
Uh, if you <laughs> you got us on your Apple device, we'd love for you to give us a rating and review. Just go to your podcasting app, and then in the search function there, put in the editing bay or Next Wave Radio. That'll bring us up to, uh, and uh, and click on the editing bay and leave us a five star rating review. Let us know what you like about the show. Uh, if you have any criticisms, make it a five star criticism, uh, <laughs> and and that's totally fine. Uh, if you can't, if you don't have an an, uh, uh, an Apple device, you can get us on Android uh, by using the Podcast Addict and Podcast Republic apps. Uh, you can go ahead and download those and search the iTunes library that way. Please share with your friends, uh, grow the show. Joel, what are we going to do next week? Uh, well, you're asking me, but I was going to ask that right back at you because uh, we had one lined up uh, back in January after the uh, Eddie Awards episode that we were going to do. Uh, so there's always that. We can go back to it. I think you've already watched it. Which one was that? Uh, that was... <laughs> it's well, been I wanna, so long. I don't want to say it unless we're going to do it. Well, well I'll, I'll say it and we, you can are decide. We gonna, are we going to do it? It was, oh, oh we're going to do it. Hashtag Pleasantville. No, it was Pleasantville. Cool. Was the uh, the film that, that you had chosen at the time. I think we should talk about that. You want to do that? Yeah, Let's I think do we it. should still talk about it because we went like a good two years where you would reference Pleasantville <laughs> and I'd be like, I haven't seen it. I don't know what you're talking about. And now you finally have. Finally, huh? I finally have. Good. And I've got I've got plenty of things to say about it. Ooh, interesting. Well, I'll have to... Uh, it's not interesting. Hashtag interesting. Hashtag not interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to uh, revisit and see if I feel the same way. I think I will. It's going to be our Editing Bay t-shirts. Our new ones. Hashtag interesting. There you go. 2017. Coming soon to EditingBay.com. So look for that. And listen in next week uh, to hear my dogs barking in the background. <laughs> That's right. But also to hear us uh, ruminate yeah, on uh, the on night. On Pleasantville. What year did that come out? Uh, let's say 2002. I like that. I'm gonna see if you're right. Now. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna prices right this thing. Pleasant. Am I close without going over? Pleasantville. What did you say? 2002. No, you went over. No, sorry. Would you like? <laughs> I am apparently. I'm not very good at calculations. <laughs> <laughs> when did it come out? Hashtag not racist. Uh, d- uh, 1998. 98. Yeah. Wow. Okay. But doom 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 Wars Hell starring um, Tobey Maguire, Reese Witherspoon, Jeff Daniels. When you think action, Jonah. think Tobey Maguire. <laughs> and William H. Macy. William H. Macy, the shoveler. All right, guys. Uh, well, thank you for sitting through this and taking time <laughs> out and revisiting us here on the editing bay. We're happy to be back. Yes. Joel, again, congratulations. Thank you so and, much. Uh, and so, so happy to be back with you doing this. And, uh, and I'm looking forward to next week as we talk about Pleasantville. Uh, I don't know if that's... I think that's still streaming on Netflix. Didn't mm. you say that? It's Did hard to tell. It I feel like the movies are coming and going much quicker on Netflix than they used to. They, they don't <laughs> stick around a year. They stick around like two months. Yeah. So if you're listening to this two months from now, it may... It may, <laughs> it may be back, actually. It may be off right now. Who knows? Yeah. We'll find out. Wow. Okay. So uh, until then, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.